Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here back with Inez. Uh, Inez, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, another gray day here in New York. We get one beautiful, splendid blue day in September uh, per week, and the rest of the last two weeks has been gray and sad (laughs) well that's very that's very poetic um so yeah i did um you know i was uh, still doing the uh, book tour thing um and i did a that uh i was on a dennis prager uh the other day uh who's here in uh glendale not that far from uh where i live in california uh have you met prager before it's not not in uh any like length of, you know, I've been on his show and I've, I've met him in a couple brief things, but not, not at length where I would yeah. say, I know. Well, we got a, I mean, we got a log very, but I wasn't, I, I, I do like his, I do like his show. I mean, in comparison to other, um, I think talk radio shows, I think it's much more interesting. I think the happiness hour is really interesting. Male, female hour. He was doing a lot of that stuff before, um, some of the focus of the online, right on various, I don't know what I would say like the sex wars or whatever. And he's kind of the OG on a lot of that. Um, his commentaries on, uh, on the Bible are interesting. I have his, um, I have his, uh, Passover, uh, Haggadah commentaries. I keep those around. Um, yeah. I mean, we got a log really well. I mean, he was like, he was really into the civil rights law. He's like, Oh, you, he had disparate impact. He didn't know about it. He was like, eh, this blow my mind. Really, really, really. And he was like really into it. Um, and yeah, we got a log. We were on the, we were on the same wavelength. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I did see this video. I think it was, it might've been last night. He went to Arizona state and he was with Charlie Kirk and there was this video <laughs> circulating online or like these Catholic Groper types are like asking him like about masturbation. They're really into like him. They want him to say that masturbation is bad or evil. And like, he won't say it's evil. Like he's, I don't know. I think he like says it to say, he's like, you know, there was, I know a man who was in his fifties and his wife got early Alzheimer's. Um, and, uh, you know, he wants to masturbate and maybe he, he goes, he goes, maybe you think he's evil, but we just have a different guy. <laughs> We have a different God if you think a masturbating is evil. And I just, I love it. It's so hilarious. I mean, and this is a great video. Somebody told me that it got taken down off Twitter, like the account was gone, but I've got to see. I'll put it in the show notes uh, if it's there. And then there's another one. It's like the, we're like the same uh, bed and this kid, um, you know, they just start talking about, you know, they just, they just like denouncing Jews. He's like, you know, he's like, uh, you know, why did we tell the truth about, you know, uh, you know, you know, they, I don't know, like these, these corpers, they come and they try to, uh, they try to sort of take over this, uh, turning point USA event. And, uh, yeah, Charlie Kirk and Prager handed it well. Oh, and then the, in the sex conversation, like Prager is like explaining his whole biblical commentary of like, Jesus never said you can't be attracted to women. He's like, it says don't covet, which means like wanting to steal your neighbor's like, but you can't covet a single woman because, you know, she is not, you know, so like Jesus has no problem with that. Right. And it's just this very funny thing of like this old Jewish man telling these like young Christians, like, it's okay to be attracted to women. Like you don't have to think it's like a sin. Talmudic commentary on the, uh, on the new Testament. It's probably not going to go very far. No, I, I think it's, it seems necessary. I don't know. What do you think about these? Do you have an opinion on these? Like, I, I, you know, I'm not religious, but I, I find the idea that like the, the, you know, the ones who think it's like sinful to be attracted to women. I find that like one of the most, most bizarre ideas like in religion. 
Um, well, first of all, that's again, that's not universal, quote unquote, no, no, in no, religion. Be, yeah, um, I, I think my bigger objection uh, to Christianity has often been the idea that uh, sins are in some way equal, like the equality or, or leveling of sins. Um, whereas it's easy for me to accept that, like, lusting after a woman on the street is maybe, maybe could be like a minor league, you know. Why is, why is that a it's it's what become where where it becomes I, I don't know, it's just it, it I can see how it, it could um look anyway, it's not it's not my moral framework to begin with, but because uh, I'm also not religious. But the the point is for me it's it's less offensive that they call it a sin and more offensive that they equate it or more I don't want to say offensive, morally it seems morally wrong to me to equate it with some larger and more serious evils. Um, so it's less offensive that they're like, oh, you know, this is, this is something that the nuns should wrap your hands with a ruler for. Well then fine. But like, because the, the penalty for all sin is death, uh, it's, it seems like an excessive use of, of the death penalty to me, I guess. No, but it, in, I'm, I'm being somewhat facetious, but I, I always have had a problem with the equality of sins. I, I, the, and maybe that is very much the Jewish background that, that the, um, it seems to me that that yes, all human beings are imperfect, but there's a big difference but in, between imperfect and evil, and and that uh, any any normative or moral scheme that doesn't recognize gradations of human imperfection is uh, you know. Let me ask you about this. So there was a, a poll um, recently where they asked Republican voters <clears throat> like like which candidates are like a person of faith. And the number one candidate they thought was a person of faith. I don't know. Did you see this? Or if not, can you guess? <laughs> yes. Was Trump? Yeah. I think I saw yeah. the, the And headline. so it was like Trump 53 and then like Pence was second, like just behind him, like 52 and all of them were like way uh, below. And there is sort of like this sort of like pagan aspect to the, to the, to the American right that is like not really Christian, right? It's like. You know, you'll hear this, like, to me, I don't know, like, it, so it seems like, like, okay, like, American conservatives believe in the death penalty. Um, you know, they believe in, like, uh, you know, not necessarily that you have an obligation to help the most uh, unfortunate, like, at least through government. Um, you know, they often believe like, things like war and, like, immigration, not exactly, like, the most, you know, Christian view, right? Not the most sort of, like, uh, uh, welcoming uh, to others. And then just Trump himself. I think that's oh, okay. Very well, maybe, but then Trump himself, his personality, right, is not humble or you know God fearing in any way. But they love this man more than you know anything else. Um, do you think? Do you see sort of this? Uh, do you see sort of this um, uh, like a tension there at all? Um, I mean, when you talk about him being whatever a man of faith, then yes. The other things you listed, no. I mean. So it's well documented that religious people and conservatives more broadly give more to charity, for example. So the fact that they don't believe, as you kind of put in the parentheses in your, the fact they don't believe that it should be done through government is not an expression of their carelessness for the poor. It's a, an expression of they don't think that, that that's the correct way to go about it, and in fact, perhaps counterproductive and unhelpful. Um, but they are more personally charitable than people who don't profess the faith. Um so I, I don't I don't think that I think that's that's sort of reductionistic and the idea about you know and first of all there are plenty of Catholics for example right. who oppose the death penalty um, I I there are plenty of religious people who don't and and because of the the very obvious 
biblical and moral both distinction, easily discernible moral distinction between uh, murder and killing, right? That uh, there, there's certainly plenty of plenty of execution in the Old Testament. Um, so I, I think on those those counts superficially, and I, I, I don't know, um, this is one poll, but I, I would guess that actually the rise of Trump, I think I'm more with Nate Hockman on this. I think I think there are simply, and, and there's there's data to back this up, that the Trump voters, that the most arduous Trump voters within the Republican Party are those who are least attached in some ways to organized religion, which doesn't mean they don't profess to be Christian on like a poll, for example. Um, but it, it was at least in 2016 well documented that that the more you went to church, for example, though the weekly churchgoer is way mm. more likely to break for Cruz than for Trump, right? Um, Tim Carney did a lot of that work back then, um, and and then Nate with that that post essentially mm. the post religious right um, that Trumpism is in some ways yeah. a post religious right. It's more easily allied with with explicitly secular sort of moderate to right wing whatever sections of voters, I don't want to call it movements, that's too organized a term, but like the bar school, bar stool conservatives, right, who are, are uh, definitely not concerned with with um, sort of the morality um, or, or the moral behavior of their candidates. Um, so, I mean, I think it's actually rather the decline of the religious right um, that has allowed Trump to come to the fore. Something I noted at uh, at the time in 2016, 2015, is that Trump was the first candidate to um, not have to do a mea culpa before the voters um, for his sexual past, right, for the Republican Party. So it's not that the Republican Party had not nominated uh, divorced candidates before. It's not that um, every Republican candidate was a squeaky clean, you know, Pence type. Um, But each one of them had to come before the voters and basically say, like, you know, I, I had to have a come to Jesus moment, right? They're like, I'm living my life differently now. I, I am, um, so famously like, um, gosh, like, uh, in, in 2012, right. Um, speaker Newt Gingrich, who has been married and divorced. I think this is his third marriage had to say, well, then I, but I became a Catholic now and I'm serious about my faith now in a way that I wasn't before. And I'm living my life differently, whether that's true or not, I have no idea, but he had to say it. Um, Trump never never, you know, typically Trump, like never came and said, oh, I'm, I'm sorry about, you know, my two previous marriages and my well-documented, uh, life of sleeping with hot models on that as documented by the, by page six of the New York post. Right. Um, he never had to say anything to voters about that or apologize for it in any way. Uh, that was a first as far as modern political history. So I, I generally, this poll, I saw it. I mean, I think it's a headline. I kind of, I wonder, frankly, I wonder how much, um, the respondents were like screwing with the pollster, right? Like, oh yeah, of course, Trump is yeah. a man of faith. Um, I think that's see, probably an underrated like, uh, aspect. Uh, yeah, of I don't know how many of these people there are, but you do see these videos online of like these, like really these evangelicals who are sort of like fanatical, like they're people who claim to be prophets and all this stuff, and like they love the guy. I mean, it's it's amazing. I mean, like they, you know, there's maybe Cruz has more, maybe our DeSantis has more, I don't know, evangelical preachers, maybe more of them support DeSantis or maybe more of them supported Cruz. Maybe it's close, but like Trump has an intense following with like certain aspects of the religious right that is just really, really extreme. Um, and I think it's like, well, he had that lady in the white house that did like the laying of hands and stuff on him. You have um, reached the end of the free I, recording I for this episode it. of clown car.
To listen to the rest of the episode, please consider becoming a paid subscriber.